Welcome to Global Mastermind, everybody. And while we're waiting, let's um, let's do a little bit of gratitude in honor of this month. So one or two things, for lack of better words, that you are grateful for so far. And uh, for me, is <laughs> I'm grateful that I'm able to manage the stress of um, the elections and whatever is this pandemic and realize that um, we still have control of our life. That's, that's my main gratitude. And who would like to go next? I can go. Yes. Uh, I'm grateful for my daughter being pregnant and doing well. Uh, and like you to being able to manage a pandemic, it's, uh, yeah. it hasn't been easy. Yes, yes. Okay. All right. Good. Good. Okay. I think maybe it was my connection. Okay. So um, you got cut out any one more time. I know it hasn't been easy, but what are you grateful for? Uh, I'm grateful for my daughter uh, being pregnant 30 weeks and doing fine. And uh, for, you know, being able to manage a pandemic and the isolation, uh, not seeing friends and family, it's uh, taking a toll, but, uh, you know, we find ways to still have fun and, uh, and pull through. Great, great, fantastic. Thank you so much. And you're connecting from home, your new home? Yes, yes. Okay, wonderful. Okay, so, and Donna, uh, hi, lovely, and um, yes, so feel free, though, it's a mastermind, so you, I know you have a lot of practice with mastermind, we would love to hear your voice later, so um, you don't have to have video unless you want to, but you can unmute at your leisure whenever you want to share, so grateful um, for being alive and grateful for this Mastermind opportunity, very good. Let's hear from Dawn, uh, one or two <laughs> things you're grateful for. So I'm grateful to be able to make your call today. However, I'm working with the client, as you know, and I'm in between yes. uh, helping out this situation. So I'm grateful to be here. So I'm sorry if I cannot interact quite a bit, but I'm here for you and I'll definitely be uh, taking notes uh, as often as I can throughout the today's yeah. workroom. Maybe we'll have you go first so that... Um... Uh, it's actually better uh, at the end. At the end? Okay. Yeah, thank you. Oh, okay, you got it. Yeah. And Matt, one or two things that you're grateful for as of today? Well, I'm grateful for my health. Yes. Feels very good. I'm also grateful that, you know, I oversee an agency uh, for people with disabilities one of our group homes we have COVID in and we have about seven people who are sick with COVID, but they're, they all seem to be hanging in there. Their fevers are resolving. Nobody's gone to the hospital. So I'm very hopeful and very grateful that they're hanging in there and not getting worse. I am too. Okay. We'll keep them um, on our healing thoughts. Thank you so much. And uh, Jody. I am grateful that I still have a job through this COVID because a lot of people have lost their jobs. So I'm grateful I'm still having mine. And I'm also grateful for my family. Even though we are having some struggles, 
family, we are still doing good and just staying positive and trying to keep other people positive in the family. I'm grateful that my granddaughter finally got her speech therapist and speech therapy going. <laughs> Great. Wow. Congratulations. Good job. Okay. So I think we got everybody. I know some people are trying to get on, um, but we, we can get started. So was it easy for all of you to get on? Yep, that was fine. Okay. Okay, so um, who, let's do a pop quiz. Who would like to explain, especially people like Don, Jody, Matt, who have been on several masterminds. Uh, let's see how you explain the rules and the purpose of a mastermind to set the tone. Um, I'll uh, fill in any, anything you may forget and then we'll get started. I think that I think the the idea the goal of a mastermind really is to uh, to crowdsource ideas, support, and inspiration for business and or personal issues that you are experiencing in this moment. Great, very well said, very well summarized. So this this process has been. Um, created by Napoleon Hill, who's uh, famous for um, his book, Think and Grow Rich. And uh, CEOs, you're all CEOs, you're all C-suites, executives, make it part of their curriculum and personal and professional development at least twice a year, twice a year. And they usually spend uh, up to hundreds of thousands of dollars to be in a global mastermind to get everybody's idea, everybody's contacts. So um, we make it available for free. So I hope you treasure it. And uh, let's use this time to keep growing, to keep seeing other perspectives and, um, and keep growing our wealth of resources, okay? So um, <clears throat> there are two rules. There is a person in the hot seat and then who, who poses a question, who asks a question to the group, and, and then without censoring, without filtering, we will uh, provide feedback, okay? So the person in the hot seat to just keep, keep the flow going will just say two things. What are the two things for the hot seater to say? You guys remember? One is... Tell Thanks me. a lot. Or tell me Thank more. You. Okay, good job. So let's really keep it at that. I know we'll forget, uh, but I'll remind you that way we, we can keep it orderly. So um, the today's open topic, I don't have a co-host, so you can really use it at your advantage. Um, so Dawn is um, organizing some international international events that overlap with um, uh, as, asset um, wealth building, basically. 
and uh, you'll talk about that. I know some of you have been managing stress the best you can, the stress of your life, the stress of your business. So that can be also a topic. Uh, Matt is always interested about investments. And, <laughs> and let's see. Um, so we have, so let's maybe, um, let's maybe um, briefly introduce everybody so that you know what we're dealing with. So um, the name we can see, where you're from and your, your title. I'll start. Uh, my name is Dr. Pizzini. I am a um, doctor in uh, business psychology and a certified coach. I am originally from Italy and uh, uh, my corporate headquarters is in the United States. So uh, let's go with Matt. Okay, thank you, Lena. Um, my name is Matt Shelley. I'm the CEO of a disability services nonprofit in Rockland County, New York, which is a little bit north of New York City. And I've been working with Lena for three, four years now, along with my wife. We do some group, group coaching together. We also do a lot of investing on the side, primarily through self-directed IRA vehicles. And I'm always interested in being here to meet people and learn more. I'm complete. Thank you. And um, let's go with Annie. Well, hello everybody. It's my first mastermind and I'm really happy to be here. Uh, my name is Annie Belanger. I'm from um, Montreal, Canada. I am uh, president and CEO of two companies, uh, Prescience Management and People's Choice Warranty. Uh, and those two companies manufacture and distribute extended warranties for cars across Canada. And uh, I'm looking forward to sharing your ideas and uh, have great conversations. Excellent, okay, very good, thank you. Uh, your, um, you probably because you're in a new home, Annie, your, uh, your sound sound a little hollow. Um, you may wanna improve it in the future, but for, uh, for right now, it's okay. Yeah, I need to put thank pictures you. on the walls. <laughs> And Michael. Well, hi, everyone. Um, I'm uh, currently uh, running a high-end gardening business in Melbourne, Australia. I've got a background trying to improve things everywhere I can from people's self-development, my own self-development, everyone's enjoyment of life and the challenges of differing personalities as well. So my current approach to making the world a better place is uh, working with people's gardens and ultimately working with them as customers in that process. That'll right. do. I'm uh, very happy to be yeah, yeah. here and uh, hoping for uh, some more inspiration from all of you and with all of you. Always. Thank you. And, and Jody? Okay, I thought that's what you said. I wasn't sure you cut off real quick. My name is Jody. I am coming to you guys from beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, where it's really warm today. It's like 85 as a high, which is odd. And I work with Don. I help out with the marketing and the, and I'm trying to do a little bit of the event coordination. So I've been learning a lot from Don and from Elena through everything. So that's where I'm from everything. And yeah. That's it. <laughs> Thank you, Jody. And Don? You're on mute, Don. 
All right. Can you hear me? Yes. All right. Great. So uh, good afternoon, everyone, uh, or evening where you might be. My name is Don Lehner. I am the uh, founding CEO of underneath uh, Warren Buffett's real estate arm, the Platinum Elite Group, uh, which is a real estate buying and selling service. Uh, I also own the company Platinum Portfolio, which does portfolio management and portfolio building uh, for our clientele. And I have two other sister companies which help with that, which are event companies. One is the PlatinumEvents.com and the other one is International Real Property Innovations or otherwise known as ERPI 360. Um, and that is a industry-based um, event company that does trade missions and expos now internationally. Um, and uh, uh, I basically help uh, people create a portfolio, expand their portfolio. I've actually worked with uh, one or two of you actually on this call. So I know that there is a couple of six-figure uh, um, growth uh, results that are actually in the room. Uh, and uh, this, uh, this over this last COVID uh, crisis period, uh, we're proud to announce that one of our clients that, you know, strictly was good and listening with us uh, on their investment, we were able to make a multimillionaire uh, over probably about a four-year period of time, but we were able to uh, have them do pretty aggressive investments to be able to be able uh, to make that kind of income. So I'm very, very grateful to be able to have the knowledge uh, to be able to help people and grow their portfolio. Uh, we try to help everyone start where they're at. And, uh, and again, we do events around the globe now at this point just to find out better ways to invest. And we do have one coming up uh, here next month. And so anyone who's looking to expand their reach, uh, definitely uh, what I'll do is we'll make an offer through Elena today uh, so that way you can uh, to join us, whether that's physically and or even potentially virtually uh, to help you get the knowledge you need to make an investment as well or feel comfortable to be able to do so. All right, so I think that's it for me. I will go ahead and also disclose that I do have a client uh, here in Vegas today that got stranded, so I may not be able to stay as focused as I would like to, so forgive me for that in advance, uh, but I'm helping that client out, so I'll be in and out of the, the call today. So if you need anything from me or if I overhear something where I can help in the mastermind, I'll definitely uh, do what I can to help uh, give you feedback. All right, thank you, Elena, I am complete. Thank you. Okay, and Donna, uh, definitely get a microphone for next time. We want to hear your beautiful, soothing voice. Attorney of 37 years and uh, 21 years of um, uh, lawsuit prevention and uh, communication skills for dispute resolution. Okay, also a professor in conflict management. Fantastic, Donna. Very nice. All right, so that gives you an idea of where we're all coming from. So, and, uh, and also know, re, um, so you know how you can tap into everyone's resources, okay? And brains and minds. Okay, so does any of you have a burning question? If not, I'll, I'll ask one that you want to ask the group and utilize all these amazing fine minds, hearts of goals and mind of steel. I've got one. Sure. Now, it's a hot climate for businesses to reinvent 
or do things differently moving forward. And we've got an interesting predicament of unemployed people, many of which are very talented and won't have the same job to go back to. So there may actually be an increased talent pool with a lot of opportunity. And starting small businesses is big sort of dual perspective that is constantly going on. That one that you need lots of money to start up with and the other that you don't. And if I link that with another hot topic, socialism, all these people that think that um, people at the top get all the money and the workers don't get enough. And the, the idea of risk, if you want to start something up with a group of people, how can we share the risk in a capitalist sense People that want to make it, like, for example, even in a coaching call, you might have three or four people on a big call that would that are right ready to make something great happen, but individually they couldn't. So I'm very interested in the, the relationship of partnering and new people with all of what we're doing right now as we expand and, and operate successfully in the new climate with a talent pool of people. If people have got some ideas on expanding the team in a sort of a more volunt- uh, uh, profit-sharing if they want to not be just under the thumb of the company, how can they come into it where there isn't really a lot of money anywhere? Any ideas on how that sort of can happen to inspire people that do want to do something but don't really know how to join in or what to get? Okay, to me, it's not clear. It sounds like it's a lot of questions in one, okay? So it needs to be one question and and succinct so we can help you one one at a time. Would you, would you like to give it another shot, Michael? Oh, yes. Uh, sorry, guys. It's a tricky no, one. All good, all good. Yeah. Good practice. Uh, firstly, is there anybody in the group that's had uh, a need to bring on two or three more people and isn't able to pay them properly and has had to look at joint venturing or partnering? Sure. That's the thing, uh, because I think now united groups of quality output can get new market share in delivering on things after covid Okay, so bringing more people, more labor into your business, yeah? But, but without a lot of capital at the outset. Okay, okay. So more like JVs, affiliations, internships, and so on. Okay. Yeah. Um, is everybody clearer on what Michael is asking? Yes. Okay. All right, there's a TikTok, somebody with a TikTok <laughs> in the background. Is it good enough or do we want a different question from someone else? No, no, else? this is good. This is good. Okay. Let, let's hear from, uh, from you guys. Go for it, Annie. Unmute. Well, you know, when, when you don't have any capital, the only other resource that you have is time and the hope that in the long run you'll recover your your investment. So I was fortunate enough to start my business by not having a whole lot of capital, but I invested a lot of my time uh, with, with a friend and it took about a year. Thankfully I had another paying job, but uh, it's one of the ways that, that you can do it, like offer some shares or some participation uh, with, with the hopes that down the road, they, there will be a payoff for that. That's great, yeah. It's great, it's great when you can find a friend that's good, that you can work with for that long and it doesn't fall apart when their money isn't on the table yet and it eventually comes through. That's a great story. 
And if and if you can have like complementary talents and skills, that's really great. Like my my friend who became my business partner at the technical knowledge, uh, but not access to financial resources. And I, on the other end, had a lot of contacts uh, in the financial world uh, where I am. I'm in, and so we were able to put that together and uh, build a bit. You know, it's funny how business plans go a long way. When you put together a good business plan in writing, and Elena has been helping me uh, at the beginning with that, how it's it's really uh, compelling uh, to people to see that you know what what you're doing and and you have a clear vision of where you want to go. Okay, very good. Thank you so much, Annie. And you're using um, interns as well, right? At the moment, are you with your business? Okay, great. Okay. Um, and I have to say, um, yeah, uh, the fortune of the follow-up, the fortune of the follow-up, and we'll get to you, Matt. So, um, Michael, I know you, so allow me to say, you know, that it's easy, we get caught up by a million things, life is busy, but um, you have already had some opportunities with Matt, Tower Garden. So some may work for you, some may not, but regardless, you have to follow up with people, okay? You have to follow up with people because they may have other ideas for you, but it is for everybody. If we don't follow up right away, people move on and get hundreds of other opportunities. So uh, everything has to be timely. Uh, go, Matt. Michael, you've talked before about how your business is very specialized. You know, you're not really a landscaper. You're kind of more like a landscape artist, from you know, for lack of a better term. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's what you call yourself. You've also talked about how it's difficult to find people, especially the younger guys. They kind of cut and run. So, it strikes me that if you find the right kind of person with the right mindset, you're trying to groom them not only for equity interest, but in the beginning, you might be grooming them for some kind of sales credit or commission credit so that they kind of bring monies in in the beginning to, to pay for themselves during the try, try before you buy period. And then later on, you're willing to bring them in for a very small percentage of the business escalating over time. So in some ways, you can get the whole thing subsidized from the outset and not have to you know try them out on your dime, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. I, I meet a lot of people that want, that's fantastic, beautifully put. Um, I meet a lot of people that want to make um, like a profit sharing take on a job. If I get a hundred, I mean, I'm talking that laborers is the way they look at it because they don't understand the business costs. They don't understand all that, that I'm not getting all of that money. And for me to take on people say to, to deliver the work, which is one side of what I'm, yeah. I'm dealing with uh, the laboring side of it, there's got to be um, uh, so, um, much more money coming in for an hour on site to justify all the costs of that second person. The only other reason for doing it is to be able to do 12 jobs a day instead of six. Uh, and uh, it's extremely hard on both fronts and it's very hard even just doing six uh, all the time. And, and it's a real challenge. I think I'm looking at all kinds of models, including sort of just bringing the homeowners into it. But I wanted to hear about, especially if anybody wants to talk more from their business point of view, about how they managed, I, I really, really uh, loved what um, Annie said, how we how we build it up by bringing someone in, how that first year goes and how we don't fall out or, you know, just bring them in and, 
and, and have that incentive for them. They've got to believe in the idea. They've got to have ownership in the idea. It's, it's really tricky. Uh, but uh, so you're, 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 you've given a good one on the sales commission credits up front. Could you expand a bit more on that, Matt? Well, I'm just thinking, Michael, that in, in Millionaire Mind, it's all about your funnel. It's all about your business funnel. And, and ideally, it's about getting paid to run your business funnel. So ideas and prospects come in and they ultimately funnel down to, you know, the kinds of long-term sustainable paying clients that you want. But the same is true on the labor side. And so if you can partner with local community colleges, with horticultural programs, people who have an interest in this kind of work, people who are hungry to sell and they want to get a commission on what they sell, you know, whether it's through referring to friends and family or whatever, you know, you can ultimately try them out, but not have to incur the full cost of hiring them because you're monetizing your funnel getting paid essentially to prospect their labor until it sticks enough to move them into kind of a partner equity track, in which case you're still sharing the spoils of the business. You're, you're paying them on profit rather than paying them on revenue. I love the way you think. That's awesome. That's awesome. And um, perhaps we can come back to you actually. Does anybody else have any strong ideas on this one? Maybe Jody. No, good, good. Um, I'm so just I can share a little. I'm just sitting yeah. and taking in all the good information and writing my notes. Uh, Matt is fabulous the way he frames things. That was just that was like doing a PhD and how to do this in like well less than I could take to say the question. Uh, Don. So. Um, in regards to not having a lot of capital and needing to expand or take on another venture in regards to the organization or whatnot. And in real estate, we tend to have highs and lows and good markets, bad markets, et cetera. Um, what uh, I've been able to stabilize in pretty much almost all the markets, uh, but that takes time. And w the way that it, um, the way that we got it to stabilize though, was we were able to bring on intern programs and the intern programs that uh, we use, uh, I, I basically realized that there were at-risk youth that are out in the market that needed to get a good start with occupational skill set training. So in your area, it would be in the area of landscape, maybe more manual labor. But, the, um, but what we uh, noticed is that um, by helping other organizations that are doing paid programs with internship programs, we would put a program together with ourselves. So I actually have a foundation called platinumfoundation.org and my platinumfoundation.org is helping to get at-risk youth employment. And what we really do is we give them uh, that occupational skill set training so they could build their resume. And it turns out though, uh, that these kids are smarter than me. I mean, they'll help us with technology. They'll help us with uh, some of the clerical in your area, it would be in the area of landscape. And again, you're just teaming up with another organization's dollars and you're giving them the occupational skill set. So we have had easily about 150 uh, youth come through. Our age range is usually between 16 and 22. And we have youth that has gone into gynecology. We've got youth that we've gotten to work at Caesars Palace as the HR directors in uh, Caesars Palace. I've got one youth uh, 
right now who is 20 years old and he uh, got his real estate license uh, now and he's just now getting his feet wet to go out and be an entrepreneur on his own. He's actually under our umbrella still. And uh, um, it's really cool to see that type of growth. And I want you to know that's probably one of my uh, biggest uh, uh, callings that I would say we have with our organization is to help everyone get the education. And I mean everyone, even our clients. Um, get all the information that we can give them so they can make the healthiest decisions in their transactions. So there's that. Um, on another note, I team up with other businesses all of the time and we do joint venture partners where uh, maybe we're exposing the business to a new area where we're doing a booth or an event together. Um, that helps out in some areas. Uh, maybe we'll, uh, like in your area, because it's more artistic landscaping, maybe you would reach out with donations to do an artistic landscaping promotional project and you'll bring in sponsors and whatnot. What you'll find out is those sponsors are actually going to be your referral business for future clientele. Um, and that's always a good way to get some funds. So for instance, I do these events around the globe. Um, I actually like to get paid to travel. So how did I put that together is I brought on an ancillary team of partners, sponsors, uh, to be able to create that opportunity uh, to travel around the globe and showcase their product lines, which, which puts me in databases that gives us business. So hopefully there's some ideas in there for you. Very good. Thank you so much. So let's, let's stick You're with welcome. Tell Me More. Thank you so that we can give everybody a chance to be uh, a hot seater. Does that help you, you, Michael? Go. You can always yes. follow up with people individually later, okay? This is a... <clears throat> right. Thank well, you, thank you, John. That is awesome. Excellent. Really awesome. Excellent. Okay. And then we'll have uh, Don go last. So, um, uh, Matt or Anne? Well, I have a question. Annie, do you, sure. do you have something? Do you want to go first, Annie? Okay. Thank you, Annie. Uh, this is a question I've already run by Elena, so I'm interested to get the the, uh, the thoughts here, and Don might have particular thoughts on this. So I'm looking at a real estate investment right now in Lenox, Massachusetts. It's an interesting investment because it's it's got ground floor, it's got two commercial entities on the ground floor, and it's got a three-bedroom, two-bath residential opportunity on the top floor. It's a decent property. It's, it's in bad shape, meaning it's been badly managed with a lot of deferred maintenance, which I smell upside opportunity. The issue is I don't live in Lenox, Massachusetts. I live about three hours away. And the partner that I want to partner with lives even further away in Montana. She's someone that we've done some investing with on other properties. We have a local partner who lives about three miles away from the property, someone that we both know. And she's a bit amateurish. She's never done this before. She might be a private lender to us. We're not sure right now her rate, her financing rate's not very good. But the fact is she's boots on the ground and she's three miles away. And I'm trying to weigh it right now. At what cost do I bring in a local partner? It's got intuitive appeal, but it may actually bog down the project having a third investor. And she may not even bring very, very low cost capital. Like I may be able to do better in the commercial market. So I'm just interested in my, my crystal clear, clear question, which I know Elena likes. My crystal clear question is, do any of you have experience or thoughts about working with a local partner on a long distance investment or business opportunity. And what can you tell me about that? Go ahead, Annie, unmute. 
Well, I don't have personal experience, but my son-in-law did exactly what you described. Uh, he's from Montreal and he invested in a rental property in Rochester, New York, uh, two years ago. And uh, of course it's like seven hours drive, but it's, it's kind of an hilarious story because he bought a duplex for $28,000 US. No, actually $20,000 US, which was 28 Canadian. And uh, they had two units and it was bringing in about $1,500 a month in rental. And uh, the way he went about it, he, the real estate agent that he used uh, was also offering management services for a percentage of the monthly rental. And uh, so he had boots on the ground without having a partner. So that may be an avenue to explore. And he did, uh, he did put in about, I think it's 8,000, like let's say, let's call it 5,000 US on the property to upgrade it. And he sold it last month for 65,000 US. So it's kind of a great story, but he had a really good person that was uh, on the ball involved and whenever there was an issue, the guy would deal with it and it would be reliable. So it was a great, uh, a great way to go. That's great, thank you, Annie. Great. Uh, well, I can say very briefly that um, it's not exactly about property ownership and stuff, but I'm very, uh, one area of my maintenance does involve long distance. I've got some customers in Southern France and some people around the world that are relying on me as part of a team to keep an eye on their investment. And it is a fascinating thing. I think that you need to get photos because whatever they put in words is just, it can go wrong for three years until you do finally see that photo. I've had a lot of customers been bitten with distance real estate um, by being told by them at local managing agent that everything is fine and then they eventually see it. And somewhere rather almost old photos were being used or something. But I think I agree that um, a, a trustable local managing agent is probably better than a local additional business partner. That's just my main thoughts on it and bringing the two together. Very good. Thank you, Michael. All right. So, Matt, I do have feedback for you, unless anyone else wants to go. Go. Go, go. All right. So, um, you know, Matt, you and I have actually had a chance to work together, so you know some of my uh, theory in regards to providing uh, service. I know that with my concern about anything that I buy in other locations, I definitely, uh, as we just heard, um, that it's really a good idea to have the boots on the ground, that's for sure, but you definitely want to have management that's in that area and or can be monitored. Uh, for you. You know, to be an owner of the company uh, or any investment, to own it means that you don't have to get yourself involved with it and get hands-on. So I know that in my world, we uh, provide a full uh, done-for-you type of a program where we have the on-site manager who's licensed, which is, this is a key, licensed within the, the mileage of the property. Um, usually I see the mistake that owners make is they'll get a friend or a family member or even a colleague and they're too far and or they're not licensed. And if you're 
doing any business, um, like for instance, in Nevada, you have to be within 50 miles by statute. And a lot of owners don't know that. So they get penalties and fines when the tenants uh, will make a complaint that they're not getting services in a timely manner. Uh, so that's something to keep in mind on. Is there any requirements of the management to be nearby in case there's a water heater leak or something like that? Um, the other thing is because uh, I invest in other countries and that, we basically will look at things from one country to another and who's going to be our ancillary party that we're going to hire in management and are they going to be able to give us a full service rendered? Uh, what are their core values? Are they going to stick with it through thick and thin? Most management companies only want to, A, charge to get a tenant in and collect the rent, and then you're on your own. Um, I know you work with us, and we're pretty much done for you. I mean, you could have a fire, a flood, an earthquake, um, even a death on the property. We have systems for all of that. So you definitely want to interview whoever you're talking to to see if they've got those experiences. Plus, um, you know, we always want to look at how can we uh, maneuver the insurance to make out the best income in case there is a catastrophe on a property so that way the owner is not harmed or there's a workaround. Also, is whoever you're going to work with going to be able to put their money and capital into the game so that way you're not harmed? I know that you worked with us and we had a situation and we said, look, we're not going to harm our owner monthly or we're not even going to ask them to do injection of cash. We're going to inject our own and make sure that we get this through or if the owner does have to do an injection are we going to be able to maneuver with the insurance and the builders and the, the the contractors to be able to get their prices down is anyone working with you in that area so you know that's definitely a different breed 80 percent of the professionals that are out there looking for the easy way there's probably only a top five percent that are willing to go with that total done for you do what it takes to protect the client I know with our, our core value is we want to make sure that our clients are more successful than us uh, to a degree because we know that with our clients' success, that ensures repeat business, referral business, and it also um, ensures that we'll also have a job down the road too, whether the market's good, bad, up or down. That's kind of where you need to find out if they have that core value to make that happen. Thank you, Don. It's very helpful. You're welcome. Excellent. All right. Thank you so much. Um, and yeah, just to wrap that up, I, I do agree with everything that's been said, Matt. You know, I don't like partners in business. It's just a huge headache and liability. So it's better anything else, a manager, JV affiliation. Um, yeah, in your case, I will definitely go with uh, a manager. And, and like Don said, vet them first, vet them. You will. And you can always, you know, if they don't work out, get, get, go with another one. All right. Great question. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Annie, do you have a question for the group? Actually, it's uh, in a totally different uh, direction. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, yes. And uh, I, I'm wondering, uh, I, I was telling earlier that uh, I acquired, uh, I started a business and then I acquired a new one. And now it's sort of a, you know, after the big rush of adrenaline and, you know, getting it started and rolling and everything's under control, I find myself thinking, okay, what's next? And how do you move on to the next project or find the next idea? 
and I've been mulling over that over the last couple of days and I, I wanted to know if anyone ever had that 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 you know those feelings and that 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 letdown period and how do you move on to the next project Okay, let's make sure we understand. Are you are you saying that you're already uh, bored with your current business? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not bored. I'm just like, okay, it's up and running. I have good people in place. Now I find myself with time and I'm trying to determine what's, what's the next project. Okay, your audio is still not good. Okay, so we're having a little hard time hearing. I don't know if you need to unplug something. I also had problems today, but... Okay. To my, um, maybe we can hear better. So, okay. So as long as, um, as long as that business can, can sustain you taking on something else, because it's still kind of new, but you did a good job of systematizing. But as long as you have, as long as you, I don't know how much time, how, ma how much time or money can you dedicate to something new so that we can, we sort of like and look at our resources. Let's quantify a bit. Well, right now the business takes about not even 50% of my time. Nice. So, we can hear you better now. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I move closer to the to the microphone. And uh, so I've been thinking, uh, you know, I had such a great, uh, you know, career and path that uh, uh, with the extra time I have, uh, what do I want to do next? Do I want a new business venture or do I want uh, to, you know, just to do something on my own and what should that be? And uh, what a nice problem. Yeah. A problem. So t tell us a little about your passion so that we, we can stay in line with, with your, with what you well, Yeah. The thing is that, you know, I've accumulated so much knowledge in my insurance field, I've been thinking, I would like to do some training and coaching spe specialized in that field. So is that crazy of me, of, you know, wanting to do something like that, or just sit and be happy with this business that's taking only 50% of my time? Maybe it's because of COVID, but, you know, being cooped up in your house, working from home, uh, you know, gets you to have a, a lot more free time, no commute, no running around. So I've sure. found myself wanting to be busier. Of course, it's not crazy. There is always a room for specialty professional coaches, especially in the money finance areas. And tell us about your credential. You have how many years of banking and what kind of certifications? Besides uh, well, I have uh, 32 years of insurance industry uh, 20 of those years have been spent working with, in banks with investment advisors. Uh, I have a master's degree in taxation uh, because we pay a lot of tax in Canada and that requires a lot of planning for business owners. So that's my forte. So I've been thinking, should I, you know, should I start building something like that? Yeah. So, and you, you have raised uh, up to... 100 millions or so with each each individual clients in the banking before right, if i recall yeah well i was involved with putting in place insurance planning strategies and i would generate 
several millions in commissions every year. And uh, I would I would love to teach other people to do that. Okay, good, good. Okay. Anything else you love, you love, you would love to teach? Uh, maybe, maybe uh, business women, uh, business women, uh, how to, you know, to change your mindset to be able to be successful. Uh, you know, I've worked a lot on, I took a lot of coachings, as you know, over the, over the years. So that's another area that, that interests me. Great. Okay, thank you. I think we have more information now to support you. Um, okay, whomever wants to go and help Annie with this nice problem. I've got quite a few ideas. Shall I jump in? Yeah. Awesome. Um, I think it's like the Maslow table hierarchy of needs. And you seem to be in a situation where you've got this covered, you've got this covered. And we have to look at what's in it what our journey involves as we get those things ticked and covered. I would be looking back at things like what are you most concerned by or would like to do something about in others? You touched on it with the financial success of women. Maybe they don't have the confidence or the knowledge, but I would be looking at, at, at your opportunity to make a difference to this world now that you're outside of hopefully survival challenges and you get to make your vote in the bigger, like imagine something is noticing what you achieve in your time here, you get to really make a statement now uh, with resources. Uh, and I think that um, it's gotta be for both. You've gotta help that other person, but yeah, you have to find the fulfillment out of your job. Um, and uh, it might be less number crunching and more interacting with people. You might end up being uh, you know, addicted to helping that, that person reach success through your coaching, counselling, knowledge, and that might be a bigger buzz than the actual number-crunching wins that you've proven that you can do. Um, but I think the whole area of insurance and tax is very frightening to very many people. And it, the uh, I wish you all the best with this, and I hope that you can... My main input is to, to enjoy the process of landing on that new idea and to bring in as many... Um, nurturing, soul-satisfying aspects to it and maintain your business skill as you go into it. That's, that's great, uh, Michael. Like, thank you for that. I was writing down notes as you were talking. You're right. It's, uh, you've come to a point where you just want, you feel so fortunate and blessed that you want to pass it on because we all had our struggles to get to where we are. And I, would, I wish I could transmit you know, my, my, uh, what went well, what didn't go so well. So other people don't have to make the same mistakes and, and really empower other people from my experience. So that's, that's where I've been thinking. It's great. Thank you, Matt, go for it. Annie, this is a really great place to be. I, there's so much to work with there. Um, I guess my first thought is it's definitely an opportunity, not a problem. So you know, if you find yourself dwelling on negativity, try to remember to reframe it. It's a wonderful opportunity to have right now. There's many people who'd be lucky to have you in their sphere of influence in any of a number of regards. So just to stay positive. I think also too, Michael uh, had some great counsel. I always recommend people to look for board opportunities, board of directors. I'm not sure how it is in Canada, but I'm assuming it's similar to the US. There's a lot of different avenues for women's empowerment, women's financial empowerment, especially for 
lower income women. There's a lot of uh, organizations like that. You know, they're always looking for good board members. If you're willing to take on some of these, you know, free board member roles in the name of opening your own eyes and expanding your horizons, expanding your network, it's really quite amazing how board memberships lead to eventually the kind of sweet spot and the sweet spot paying work that you're seeking. So that's something that comes up very strong for me. Um, I think also too, to, to you know, make yourself a student of life of what's going on. If this is not work you've done before, understand who the connectors are in the sector. There's tons and tons of Zoom webinars going on in every sector and field. Find out who's talking about what you care about and participate in those Zoom webinars so that that conversation coming at you is washing over you and inspiring and, and creating insight in you so that you get the aha as to where to go next. And basically don't go it alone. If you're feeling the, the effects of shutdown, don't think you're gonna think your way out of this box. Think that you're gonna connect your way into this next opportunity. That's all I got. That's, all, that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Wonderful, fantastic. Okay. Um, I think you have uh, some great food for thoughts. Okay. Uh, Michael, right. let's do one thing and then we go to uh, Dawn and Jody. For the Can next. I just quickly add a question on it? The, um, if I was in an industry like, like insurance, tax, economics for 20 or 30 years, I know something else where I'd be at, as well as some of the ways you've described what you've achieved at, at this time. I'd be in a position to understand a little bit about where that industry is going. And I think this is another extremely exciting thing to do when you're really good at something to the point where you know it backwards. You, 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 can, you can ride that wave of the new way it's going to be done. Like I was in accounts and complex payments with corporations a while back and we just saw the EDI thing coming right through and more and more companies were using SAP to deal with their small businesses and do the automatic payments and things like that. But the, you know, as, we, as everything's being paid for by, by uh, phones and the methods of transactions are changing and probably the, the time it takes to access investments is shifting. Some people might have to put in writing and take six weeks and now maybe it's two weeks or one week. So there's a whole lot of industry change so I guess on that topic, I'd also say, and this is part of my approach to my life, and I'm moving both slowly, my delivery of services and the other part, which is writing a book or putting your information together and aiming at the future. So as you, as you take on a new project to do all that, I'd be writing, writing, writing as well, because you're in the right position to, to, to and you don't, it's not so hard to speculate uh, with some insight and that gets the ball rolling and you could put something together that a lot of people are very interested in. It would be good. Um, you reach people, people, the new, the new uh, business card, they say, a good book. Yeah, that's a great idea. Thanks for that. Great. All done now. Thanks. Good, good situation. Hope it goes well. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Very good. Uh, Jody and Dawn. Um, Don is still driving. Uh, this could be your window of opportunity. You may have <laughs> different questions or um, or just update. So uh, I, let's see. So I am with my client. So again, forgive me for that. But the um, and the distractions that I have there. But um, uh, as far as an ask, Elena, I don't personally have one. I don't want to take from Jody's time if she has an ask. 
So, Jody, do you have an ask that you want to get some mastermind feedback on? Um, I know it's, I'm trying to think because it's, I love working here with Don and everything. And I've also been thinking along the lines of a personal coach part-time after working here with Don, because I've gotten a lot of great information and I've learned a lot through Don and I've learned a lot through Elena with her masterminds. I always walk away with notes and I like to go back to them and see what I'm able to do with them. So I just need to sit back and go through everything and see what, where I don't really want to say where life leads me, but right now with what all I am in the process of going through that. And, um, I just need to see what's what I need to sit back and really think about it before I really jump forward and doing anything else. Cause with the divorce now final and getting my final paperwork together and there's still a lot more to it. It's not as easy as people think, especially with COVID. So sure. I'm just sitting here and I'm taking as much notes as I can. And I know so, if I've got questions. You uh -huh. want you're saying you want to offer personal coaching. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Yeah, um, that's one thing I've been looking because like, you know, next month I will be a 16 year breast cancer survivor and I want to be able to pay it forward. And I just trying to figure out how I can pay that forward. And also having a grandchild with autism, how to pay forward on what all I've learned so far. And there's so much more to learn with my granddaughter. Well, you got two great niches right there yep. uh, or, or three grandkids, uh, autistic kids and uh, um, cancer patients. So there you go. You could start there uh, once you have a good business plan and you know exactly yep. what you're offering. Fantastic. That's Thank what you. What I need to work on is a business plan. So yeah. And thank you for allowing me to join today. Oh, please, anytime. And thank you. That's a great, very inspiring um, mission and vision. So go for it, okay? You have our support. Elena, can I say one thing to Jody? Yeah, please. I think the same thing, Jody, applies to you too about the board opportunities. You know, there's so much out there around cancer and especially a lot about autism. Any nonprofit would be happy to have someone with lived experience join the board and it's a great chance for you to sort of steep in that environment as you pull together your business plan to find out what some of the dynamics are and how the sectors work. Yes, because I do do a lot with the American Cancer Society. So I haven't joined their board yet, but that's that will be my next step. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. Great. Any Anybody else has any more feedback for um, uh, Jody or ideas, and then we'll let Don close. I'll just jump in with a really yeah. quick one. Please. Um, very true in my world. Sometimes I come across more confident than I actually am in places. And I think with all of this, anyone that's looking at telling something new, something um, fulfilling, that is, I believe, an important criteria for a new thing. Um, and same as people from around the world are doing it. We've just got to get excited about it happy about it and know that we're worth it. We've got something special. And that whole self-esteem thing is essential in correctly recognizing the value of what you have got. Without it, it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, you need that right friend to say, 
lots of people want to know what you know. And the more you and find some affirmation way of running that through yourself so that you, you and, and ask yourself a prompter and write notes like, what do I really think about this that a lot of people don't know? And then you make your list and you think, wow, this is my content. These are the things I want to represent. And it, it is valuable. So I think that having the, the, the not only will you be successful, happy, more fulfilled, you really, really will help people. And just let those people be very, very alive in your imagination until you meet them and let that drive you to, to doing this. And I, I know that you're onto it. You know, you could help people. You've got, you know, you've got that message, but uh, I guess like all of us and myself all the time, I'm looking for ways. And I think a group can help here to, to put it into action and to believe in ourselves and to know it's worth doing. Uh, I think we all become ultimately successful finding what we do enjoy and believe in a lot. But all those skills of how to be successful is also what we need to share with each other is to do things smart and not, not risk things poorly and things like that. Great. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Jody. Okay. Unless anybody else has anything uh, to, um, to, um, to add, um, then Don, you can close with your announcement. Oh, okay. So uh, thank you for that. Um, you can hear me okay? Yes. All right. So, um, yeah. So thanks, Elena, for inviting me on today. Um, I know that uh, as I had uh, prefaced in the very beginning, the um, uh, events that we do, we have an opportunity uh, to literally go and travel around the world. And we have our uh, event that is real estate industry based and or any supporting companies that have the ability to support anything in real estate uh, or anyone who is looking to literally buy or sell has an opportunity to uh, be involved with an organization that I have founded uh, called ERP360 or that stands for International Real Property Innovations, uh, which are trade and exhibition mission events all around the globe. So we have one coming up in uh, coming up here in November, and uh, it's going to start on November 15th. Uh, it'll be four solid days of uh, basically getting educational trainings from movers, shakers. Uh, there'll be realtors there. There'll be investors there. There will be builders there, developers there, etc. Uh, we're going to have three of the United Arab Emirates governments that are present talking about the future cities and the future implementation of what you could do to enhance your business. Uh, they are training business training as well as um, with a heavy accent on real estate. Um, my company is a booth sponsor for the event and we on our trade mission do experiential learning. So there's four, again, educational deep dish days of education. There's two days of deep dish tour trainings that will be out with builders and developers on the actual sites. And there'll be a lot of fun in that. Uh, anyone who's been to any of my events uh, in the past knows that there's a heck of a lot of fun. I'll be putting people through challenges and breakthroughs in regards to what they can do. Every speaker, every builder, every developer will have something to offer. Guaranteed returns on investment are being offered, which they cannot do in the US, but they could do that in the United Arab Emirates. Uh, they also have buyback guarantees as well, where if you have a property on a buy and hold, they'll buy it back from you unless you want to sell it on the open market. Um, just a lot to uh, get educated with. And of course, we're going to squeeze in a lot of fun. We're going to be announcing 
our events that we're doing in London, Egypt, and also in the French Riviera held in Cannes all in the next year. And we do understand that people are concerned about the pandemic. You know, should they go? Should they not go? Definitely the deals are done when you are there uh, in person, no doubt about it. But the education, you can join us virtually. And so if you were to go online, there's an early bird reservation price of $299 for anyone that's going virtually. We're offering that through Elena. So anyone who would want to uh, attend virtually, you can go for $199. If you say, no, I really want to go in person, you're welcome to come with us. We have a full-on uh, VIP treatment for you. You just have to pay your airfare to get there. Once you land, we're going to take care of you on our package. Uh, where your hotel will be included, your food uh, for your breakfast buffets are included, and all of your excursions that we put in are included. We're doing some fun stuff with Ferrari uh, while we're out there, and so that's really reaping the rewards from all the education that you go through. And I keep saying education, but it's definitely an investment-minded event. Um, everyone's going to be providing deliverables. People will be doing deals there. I'm actually going to be buying a penthouse while I'm out there myself that overlooks the, the uh, Dubai Bay uh, Creek Harbor. And uh, it's definitely, definitely something that uh, comes from abundance. And if you guys know me, I'm very big on I want everyone to succeed and everyone to make dollars and uh, put more in your pocket than you have going out. Uh, so with that, um, again, if if you'd like to go, you could actually go to the website irpi360.com forward slash Dubai, D-U-B-A-I, 2020. So irpi360.com forward slash Dubai 2020. And you can see all of the content that's going on there. It is definitely um, a long event, so if you wanted to go out on the 15th, or actually you arrive on the 14th at the latest, uh, you'll be able to be there for the 15th all the way through the 22nd. I'm throwing a, a celebration party at the Atlantis on the 23rd. Uh, anyone who goes there and is buying through us is getting that included. Uh, all your hotel costs are taken care of. I think I mentioned that before as well and all the excursion, and there will be some camelback experiences uh, as well that we want to let everyone know that that's also included as well. So um, go on the site. You can find out a little bit more about that. However, don't pay on the site. Let Elena know, uh, or Elena, if you could make sure that they can email me or give me anyone's email that's interested, I'll reach out to you, and we're going to get you $100 off if you want to watch it from home. There will be a solid six to seven days of all the educational trainings are going to be recorded. Uh, there will be an introduction to what we're doing intercontinentally, uh, but also with a heavy accent on what we're doing in Dubai. Um, if you've never ridden a Uber, uh, an Uber drone helicopter, uh, that's an experience that you have to go to Dubai to do. They don't do that in the U.S. yet, but it's definitely quite the experience. So looking forward to having you guys with us either in person or virtually. There is a chance if you want to go live, but I think the time difference is 12 o'clock, so most people will be watching the replay. Uh, what do you get for that 199 for those who stay home? Uh, you'll have three months of access to rewatch uh, and get all the education you want, and it's going to teach you everything from how to buy with Bitcoin, how to buy with fractional funding, how to uh, buy with smart funding. Uh, you'll be introduced to builders, developers, and governments. Uh, we're actually out there also as an invited guest of the government of Dubai. So there's a lot of 
um, opportunity for you. And if you are a business that wants to get showcased at an event like this, it's not too late. Um, you can actually uh, showcase your product or service at our booth. Um, if you can be out there, great. If you can't, I will be your liaison to help promote your product or service uh, that you provide. And uh, that will help you onboard a more intercontinental uh, business for yourself as well. All right, Elena, what am I forgetting? Okay, so I need asking uh, for the website, platinumevent.com. Um, you can go to, no, 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 go to irpi360.com. And that's our main site for the actual uh, company. And then I have the uh, forward slash D-U-B-A-I 2020. So erpy360.com forward slash Dubai 2020. And Jody just posted it there for you as well. Thank you, Jody, for stepping up on that. And, uh, um, and if you have any questions, feel free to email me. Uh, Jody, will you put my email in the, the chat for everyone, please? And uh, so you can email me directly. And then what I'll do is I'll get you a personal link. Um, I'll get you a personal link to the 199 uh, special just for you. I do know that the late enrollers, I think late enrollment pricing is going to happen on Monday. Uh, and that is going to go up $100. So you're literally getting it half off. But it's definitely a $10,000 uh, price point when it's uh, outside of COVID pricing. So just be aware of that. And then um, the other advantage that you get is for those of you that want to showcase your product or service, you're going to get a $200 voucher for, for something called a storybook, which is a flippable social media page after page after page about the bio of you, what you've got going on. And every time you open up another page, uh, it'll allow you to have interactive video. And that's being put together by one of our sponsors for the event called uh, 3D Virtual Tour Company. And they are giving that away for anyone who uh, decides they want to get a virtual tour. They might want one for their home, like that's the photos for your house or whatnot. But if you want to give that away, you can. But I suggest take the $200 bonus on that and really showcase who you are, what you're about, your product or service. And I will give you three months of free advertising on our website to help you get into my database, which is over 250,000 people strong. Uh, to showcase what your product or service is. So that kind of means that you can't afford not to do this because it's priceless, especially if you put it on your social media, for sure. Um, and we'll showcase you on our site for three solid months. All right, now what am I forgetting, Elena? <laughs> that was great. Um, so make sure right. everybody, you reach out to Don uh, for more information and you have uh, the email and I'll make um, this replay available publicly uh, on social media later on today, okay? Uh, all right, and if you wanna put your name and your email and your best uh, mobile contact in the chat, um, if Elena will allow me permission, she could share that with me and I'll reach out to you for sure. Definitely. All right, thank you, Elena. And I gotta thank go you. run now. Thank and thanks everyone. Thank you for having me. Sorry, I was so distracted, but I, I'll talk with you later. You Bye, everyone. Thank you so much. Good job, everybody. Great way to start this uh, gratitude month. We will have the next monthly mastermind on, in December, first Wednesday. It will be Wednesday, uh, December 2nd. 
okay? And same time, 1 p.m. USA Pacific. So sometimes it's open topic like today. Sometimes we give it a specialty uh, topic. And um, got it, Annie? So um, if any of you actually would like to co-host with me, of course, we will have to prepare on a, on a topic of interest for everybody and some sort of format. But Annie, maybe this could be a great platform for you to co-host a mastermind with me, for you too, Matt, for you too, Michael, um, and even you, Jody, okay? And, and Donna, definitely. Uh, Donna, next time, get your microphone so we can create some miracles. So, well done. Um, thank you, Donna. Thank you, Annie. I'll pass your contacts on to um, Don, and uh, we'll go from there. So, just to wrap it up, uh, we have a few minutes. One thing, one thing, round robin, that you got out of today that you want to apply next. Hope, I know it's more than one, but um, the first one, uh, and any. Uh, well, I made some new great friends today, and thank you for, for all the input and the thoughts. It's, it's fantastic. And uh, you've given me uh, a lot of uh, motivation to, to dig into this, this new project of mine, and uh, I guess the name is Coaching. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, very good. Very good. Let's dig in. And Matt. Well, I got a lot of value out of the talk about the local partner. I, I realized that I don't have to feel stuck by a <clears throat> suboptimal partner because I can hire in <clears throat> at cost the kind of services and support that we need so that I don't have to feel insecure living three hours from the investment. I can basically hire in that expertise, probably get some really good expertise too and work into the project costs. So I'm very appreciative of that. Wonderful. Thank you, Matt. And Michael. I love it. I, the diversity of, uh, of experience and understanding that comes to the question by having this group is always very, very helpful. Uh, it's great to catch up with Matt again and to meet new people again on the call. Um, yeah, thank you for your input into my one. And um, I agree with Matt too. I want to quickly say that um, the you can add 10 or $20 onto somebody that mows your lawn and they'll drive past twice a week and look at it or put the bins in. You can easily build those service business relationships and know they don't have to be business partners. They'll look after you if you pay them well and reward them and, and build that trust. Great. Thank you. And uh, what about you, Jody? I'm, I, it wasn't on mine. It was on the one before I liked, the information about putting down my information on what I want to do, write it down and get it out. That's what I really need to do is sit down and mastermind it with myself or mind map it and figure out where it's going to go. So what's what I need to do is sit down and do that. And I'm also going to look into the boards of different organizations that I can try to join and see what I can do amongst with everything else going on, which may not be able to start until next year. So, but that's what I'm going to, I've got two different things I'm going to try to work on. No trying, no trying and start with one. Okay. Definitely. All right. Fantastic. Well done. You always inspire me, all of you and um, continue this gratitude 
attitude and stay in action. You're doing fabulous and looking forward to reconnecting with each and every one of you. Let's have a great first week of this amazing month. Um, and I will see you soon. Ciao, ciao, belli. Thank you, Elena. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye.